in life, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to discuss the big issues. You know, we've been avoiding this one for a while, but it's time. 96 episodes in, it's time to do it. The question is, Billy Freeman, is wrestling fake? Only as fake as movies. Greeny. This podcast is fake. What's faker, wrestling or the podcast? Or real life, or politics? Politics, politics is definitely yeah. faker. Politics Science is fake. Is fake. Science is fake. Everything's yeah, fake. fake. Einstein fake. Oh, Einstein's fake? Yeah, it's all fake. All right, you better tell We've us more in the pod. I'll save it for the podcast. Are you real? No. You're not? Are you? No. Oh, Who is? What? What? Let's go. Let's do the podcast. Welcome back to Comedy on Edge presents the chat show. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. We're live in Edge HQ on the sound. It's his second time. Mark Pooley, how are you, buddy? Good, my man. How you doing? You right? Gee, I, I was going to say a funny thing happened to you here tonight, but I think we'll get to that a little bit later, didn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll keep that for later. Yeah, let's just say we're lucky to have you, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's been a fucking great evening. Well, I got to be, well, we'll get to it in a sec, but I was yeah. starting a Kickstarter to fund some, <laughs> fund some funds for it. But we got, we'll get to our guests. Um, Bill, first time visitors, long time friend. I've known, him, I've known him for about eight years now. Ladies and gentlemen, Billy Freeman. Now, hi, everyone. How are you going? We were just saying that... Uh, when you started Edge uh, at the Will- Hotel William? No, it was um, the East Village Hotel East in East Village Hotel, that's it. I was on the first show, and so was this guy. Yeah, oh, he's, oh, he's still... It's, look at this, Billy, first podcast. He's taken in the intros. He's still nice. He's doing a bit of MC work. Here. I know. I think yeah. long-term listeners will know that voice, but for those newer to the podcast... This is your third, I think. My third, third, yes, third time. Yeah, You're a three time. Yeah, I'm a third. Dr. Peter Green, welcome. Welcome. Hello, everybody. That's Hello, right, long-term Billy. listeners. Hello, that Billy. That is true. Hello, Peter. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's good to be... Well, it's funny. We'll, we'll get to... We've got a story, but yeah. Comedy on Edge started 2006. It was, I think it was April 4th, 2006, East Village Hotel. Mm-hmm. I emceed the first night. Billy Freeman did... I think he did 10 minutes that mm-hmm. first night. Yep. And Peter Green headlined it. And I think Billy... Your mum was there. I think she probably was, and and you know what she says every time she comes to see me, including that time she goes. You're not my son. She <laughs> <laughs> You're a doctor. Yeah. She Found goes, you. You were the best. Oh, but those people weren't funny. They used too much swear words. <laughs> well, that night, um, she probably would have been right because not over. Well, Greeny's an amazing comedian, but there's a comedian and oh, uh, you know. Ballsack. Yeah, I remember <laughs> yes. Ballsack. How could I possibly forget him? So this is the part of the podcast where we reminisce about Ballsack. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, I was going to talk uh, about my mum, but this. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I've, it's funny. I've been to gigs with both. Yeah, Peter Green, your last show. Yeah, you've your seen mum my mum in action. Yeah. Now, she came to see me at a gig, and I, during the course of this gig, in front of a room full of two hundred people, I dropped my pants and showed a, a scar on my bottom, which I had gotten from playing with fire in a, in a newspaper. And after the gig, she came up to me and said, "Peter." I'm so proud of you. <laughs> the, so problem was you the problem was you got that scar when you were 37. <laughs> I was, 39 yeah. actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's funny, yeah, my parents have come to see me and it's funny, my dad My dad had this genius marketing stroke. So he came and saw what I did, the Melbourne Comedy Festival. And in Melbourne, it's common, they have like the info booth where you put all your posters up. And my dad goes, what you need to do tonight, we'll go up at midnight, rip all the other comics' posters down and just put yours up. And I'm like, yeah, dad, that's going to really go down well. They're never going to... Oh, he goes, no, 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 no. He goes, the other guys won't like you, but, you know, it'll get all the punters <laughs> in. You should join a political party. Well, I think, I think he's now um, policy director for Tony Abbott. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> everyone's a winner. But yeah, that was the, those were the days. Now, well, we mentioned, I alluded to it earlier and... 
Do you want to introduce what happened, or should I? Should I? Yeah, you go for it. Go from paint the third a picture person. for us. Mate. Paint, yeah. paint a paint a picture. Basically, what happened? Um, Billy, it's f- Billy's first time to Edge HQ, and I arranged to meet him at the local train station. And Billy texted me, and I said to Mark, the sound guy, "Come on, mate, let's go up. We'll go meet Billy." And when we get there, they had now it's common at this train station. They had sniffed it off. Just say just before we went. I had just freshly rolled a little spread. Yeah. Friday night, I thought, I'm going to fucking relax. I'm going to chill. And he went, okay, we're going for a walk. So I went for a allegedly. walk. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. 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 A lot allegedly. of allegedly. It might have happened. Allegedly. Yes. So we get to Redfern Station and the sniffer dogs are there. Now, we were outside. We didn't get in there. And the sniffer dogs are in there. And I remember saying, hey, mate, the sniffer dogs are here. Maybe you might want to go for a walk. And I think my words were, they won't come past that gate. i got to admit, I didn't expect them to come out. So, basically, I think the sniffer dog started to turn his head in our direction. We were there for five minutes, though, before that. Yeah, 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 true. He was a bit busy. And then then, then I think you sort of thought, oh, this might be... And you, you'd gotten... I think you were about maybe 10, 15 metres out of the station. You sort of left off. And then the sniffer dog, he came through and he was confused. He was looking around because there were other people there. And he was looking around and then he realised, ah, no... Nah, what I want's out, and he charged, and the guy holding him could not keep up. And we'll take it from there because I, I did the right thing. I saw that you're being bailed up by the police. You I went and right away. Bill. I went so and grabbed Billy, and we went home. Of course, <laughs> I may or may not have called um, our other sound guy, Lester Diamond, for some legal advice. But you know, thought quickly. You, did, did, you didn't take a photo or anything, did you? That would have been gold. No, no. Because no. To, to be honest, since the first time I'd actually been caught like that in any way where I knew I couldn't get away I couldn't say it's just the smells like right I'm, I'm caught man there's, there's no other way right and there's a guy and a girl and they're both I'd say probably late 20s early 30s so you know I'm, I'm not too intimidated by the whole age thing at this point there I'm like okay I've got to try and I've got to sweeten the load here like I'm I'm going to give up a little bit. I had a bag in one pocket and a spliff in my main pocket. So I don't want to give up the bag, but I'll give up the spliff to keep the bag. See if I can do that. So as soon as they came up, I went, mean, okay, yeah, I know what you're looking for. It's in that pocket right there. So that I keep your hands out of your pockets. I kept my hands out of my pockets. Like, and, and I did, I kind of played around. I went, uh, uh, and just dropped them a little bit. And then brought them back up. And then dropped them a little bit more, then brought them back up. And as I was doing that for the second or third time, she actually pulled out the cuffs. And I thought, ah, no, this isn't going my way right now. <laughs> So he, he uh, pretty much said, look, we believe you've got something on you. I went, yeah, it's right there. He then said, this is what's going to happen. You're under arrest. Do you understand? And I went, um, no, I don't really stand under any statement you're making. And he went, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I comprehend what you're saying in the English language, but from my understanding of the word to understand, I do not stand under any statement you are making. How the hell didn't you get tasered? Yes. <laughs> like, if I was a cop, no offense, I would have just said, fuck this. Yeah, because one thing that cops really love <laughs> is just... <laughs> they love a smart-ass. They do. Yeah. They do. They never... No one's ever smart-ass to a cop in the course of their day. Yeah, and they look forward to uh, it. Yeah. I, I, wasn't, like, I wasn't being sarcastic. I was trying to act as humble as possible inside. <laughs> I was kind of just going, oh, fuck you, seriously. But this was 20 years in the making, man. This has been a long time coming since I had to have a talk to police. And, you know, one of the things... When I went through this process, he actually... He said, listen, man, it's a spliff. We're trying to pass laws to get this shit legalized. You're just here. You're going to get a caution. Just let's fill in the fucking paper and get it done over with. I went, sweet. As long as he thinks it's just a spliff. (laughs) (laughs) And they gave you a little bit of paper, didn't they? They gave me, yeah. Could could you roll something in that paper? (laughs) 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 I've got photos of of the actual evidence bag and the spliff they put in. Because they got a bag I could fit my head in. And they put this little spliff in this big fucking bag with a number on it and my name and all this shit. <laughs> they're like, do you agree that this is yours? And the woman's writing it down going, what is it? I went, well, it's what it is, isn't it? She goes, no, but what do you call it? 
whatever you want. She said, what did you call it earlier? I said, oh, a spliff. She went, okay, so she wrote down spliff. She said, what's in it? I said, are you going to write down anything I say right now? She went, maybe. I went, icky, bicky, sticky, icky, icky, icky. She went, no, I'm not going to write that. I said, weed. <laughs> <laughs> so she wrote down weed. She went, what were you going to do with it? I said, enjoy it. <laughs> and she smiled. <laughs> and... I wasn't going to make a prick of myself, man. They've got too many idiots at Redfern. No, they have a dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there know. we go. I, I was there to have a bit of fun at the same time. Look, this is not the fucking worst thing in the world, man. They're doing their job. As long as I can keep their hands out of my pockets, I'm sweet. You yeah, know? it's just occupational hazard. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, you, you, did, you, did the, you did the crime and you got a bit of paper for it, yeah, which so is... I pretty much, I just went, okay, so what's the, what's the process? He goes, well, I'm going to give you a caution. I said, okay, what happens when I get another caution? He goes, well, we'll give you another caution. <laughs> so, okay. What happens when I get the third time? He goes, oh, then you get a fine. I'm like, really? Is this how? I mean, why? Why not just fucking legalize it? Aren't you just wasting your time handing out paperwork? Oh yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean he's, he's, he has the power to change the law, I guess. No, but I mean, no, he, he could have said, "No, you're right, you little scallywag. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Let's legalize it right then here." You get right on the phone to Mike Baird, and that's <laughs> gosh, oh, we had Premier. This guy, this guy, we just hey, picked I'm, up for drugs. Got a point. Yeah, we yeah, need right. to hear him. <laughs> if we legalize everything, we'd be out of a job. No, yeah. wait, I'm going to make something illegal. No, what about I'll, that murder thing? Yeah, we'll keep with the murder. Oh, maybe, maybe the rape. Maybe rape. Maybe the crime. You know, like phone tapping people. We'll get. Don't take that one off the books. Only if you've <laughs> got red curly hair. And perhaps just you know, punching random strangers. But other than that, everything else still still. Anything illegal. you can smoke, yeah. inhale or snort, go for it. Yeah, I think so. There you go, you've solved Chili the drug powder. problem. Yeah. So, Billy, how do okay. you feel? This is your first, <laughs> first <laughs> time to the HQ. We've was, solved the drug problem. Yeah, That's not well, bad, Billy. Thanks you for know, that. I'm, I'm the, uh, I, like, I must admit, like, I'm the, the straightest guy there is in terms of I've never done a drug or anything in my life. Yeah. Uh, but uh, And I, I feel like I've now just walked into like Jimi Hendrix's Purple Haze recording session. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I actually, I've never done a drug in my life, but I'm very for drug legalization and all that stuff. Yeah. So, um so, uh, you know, more power to you if you I, want to I've enjoy it. Pretty much my way of doing it is I've done everything I could pretty much get my hands on to try and see what it was about. Because yeah. I've been told a lot of different stories by other people. Yeah. And I've been I can told, vouch, but just by looking at you, that's no, <laughs> yeah. no damage. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. I had fun with some cops tonight, man. They gave me a piece of paper, man. This Look, is what happens. Well, we were thinking, exactly. sitting there thinking, oh, how are we going to open this podcast? <laughs> so it's, it's like, thank you, Red. Yeah, thank you, Red for We've got CSI Sydney. There we go. But I remember because like, while you were getting done, I was like, I really had just arrived and I, I was inside the <laughs> station and the dogs were still there. And I said, hey, man, I'm a little bit rattled. Um, come in here and I'll tell you what's happened. And... Did you sense something was up, or no? I you said you were a little bit rattled, and I thought maybe uh, you know you've just had a bad day or something's gone wrong. I didn't yeah. even know. Yeah. I didn't even know you were there. I didn't yeah. even know. Like the dog was attached going to his on. ass. That was the <laughs> 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 giveaway. But but there was that moment, like, and I and I I don't know what was the etiquette. Like, did I? Because I I went. I we waited for about a couple of minutes. Don't I poked get, yeah. my get out. Don't get involved. Yeah, because I just yeah. figured. I thought I don't want to leave you, but then I'm like. No, man. I, I mean, don't also want to join you in the cells. No, as, as no. far as I'm concerned, man, it's like, no, you, you don't stick around. It's like, it's, it's your own fucking fault. If you're stupid yeah. enough to turn up with but me you know, in your you pocket, know, yeah, which yeah, fucking yeah. Hail Mary I am. And it but is you know, like you know, you know, I don't want to be the guy who grasped on Mr. Big, though, because those guys, never, they, never, they never fare well on the movie, do they? You know? <laughs> I think you <laughs> use the word grasped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking the, the lingo. The lingo, though? Yeah, yeah. People, people still say lingo. I don't know. Any of you guys ever had a run-in with the cops? Um... No, um, I, I like the Billy. Billy, who just said I'm the straightest guy ever. He, he's rolling. He's putting some deep thoughts into this. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been to be before a court for trespassing. 
Oh, okay. Because uh, I crossed the lines at Oatley Station at about one in the morning on, on a Friday night because it was quicker to get away, for, no, quicker to get to Oatley from the station by going across the railway line than going down the stairs. And the railway guys were standing there and waiting for people to do that. And I got busted and had to go to court for, and charged with trespassing. Ooh, what'd, what'd you get? What'd you? <laughs> oh, 30, $36 fine and. 36 bucks. Yeah, I was back in about 1983 or something. Oh, back then. That'd, that'd, be, like a, that'd be like a million So, hey, now. look, you can see a little teardrop tat from that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just don't mess with me, all right? Well, I'll go I, to your place and do some trespassing. <laughs> I uh, had to testify in court once about an attempted murder. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so go on. Say this one, Billy. Um, it's all, you know, I can talk about it because it's all, it's been, the case has yeah. been done and it's all in the public record. But uh, I, I lived at... Uh, an apartment block, and uh, one night I I went out to put the garbage out in the back, and another guy who lived in one of the other apartments, uh, I saw him get stabbed. Just as I came round the corner, I just saw the guy oh, wow. plunge the knife in. Wow! And uh, be a window style. I thought, I thought, Jesus fuck! And I uh, I sort of ducked around back behind the. The, the bins there because I didn't know if I didn't know what the what yeah the no you gotta, you gotta look after was. yourself yeah. yeah 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 so and then I I just uh, it was dark it was night time yeah. so then I just heard the um someone leave and uh, then you know I I went and checked on the guy and someone had apparently called the, an ambulance and the ambulance came and then later the cops. Uh, came and put police tape around, and they went came and knocked on people's apartment doors, asking if they'd seen anything. So I told them what I'd seen, and uh, the guy the guy says uh, the cop says to me, "We might have to get you to come and testify." Did you see the guy who stabbed him's face? No, because no. it was in the, was da- in the it was dark. in the dark. And this is what I said to the guy. He said, uh, "You know, you might have to come and testify." And I said, "Well, if the prosecution's case is relying on my testimony." Then, then the guy's in. You know, he's going to walk free. Uh, but in the end, I did have to go and testify against the guy. Uh, well, I had to go and testify as a prosecution witness and just say what I saw. And I, uh, I believe he got sent down. Did you get cross-examined, or was it just just very briefly? Because I mean, that was basically that was what I saw. So my testimony was very short. So did they make like a? They make him go into the shadows and then say, "Yeah, that's him. Yeah. That's the guy. That's the shadow." Yeah, just yeah. a lineup. <laughs> no, no, we probably caught shadows because yeah, Wilson unless it was a lineup of shadows, I wouldn't yeah. have been able to pick him out. Did, did, yeah. did they say, now, could it have been maybe a very violent handshake yeah. that you saw? Yeah. Could have been a sportsman doing a they bunny did, rabbit. The, maybe the, the pulling prosec- fluff out of his belly button. The defence did ask me if, if you know, I was 100% sure of what I'd seen. And uh, I said, well, no, but all I know is I saw the guy go down and I went, to him and he was bleeding. Hang on, but I put it to you, Billy, that you just said a minute ago <laughs> yeah. that you went around the corner. Oh. Well, <laughs> I did go once. Once. Where did you put the knife? I did go around the corner. Yeah. But th- after I heard someone leave, I went to him. 
to see was, I mean, for all I know, he could have been dead, right? Look so I go. You're sweating now. Look. I go over. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> William. I'm glad Lester's not here. Jesus Christ! Oh, I tell you what, uh, we've got you for oh, poetry. Right. Yes. I want you defending me, Mark. If I ever, I tell no, you for my next murder. They said as <laughs> a, <laughs> my next trespass. Next, next time I trespass, they I said as a kid, all those years of Matlock yeah. would revolve to nothing. <laughs> did you have that moment though, like when you were giving? Did you ever consider, like, is it optional to appear, or were you subpoenaed? No, so, I was subpoenaed. So but I did you ever, like? Yeah, well, did option. you have a fear of the defendant? Like, no. I did mean, you make eye fair, contact it's a, with it's him? It's a fair question. No, I didn't make eye contact with him uh, because I don't know. I, I still don't know anything about him. You mm. know, I don't know what his like. It might have been some drug deal gone wrong, which I suspect it was because the guy that got stabbed tried to sell me some stuff a few weeks before. So, <laughs> might have. Well, uh, was, was it? Mark? So you had. <laughs> friend, so you. So you had. <laughs> Was it our alleged sound guy? I did not uh, volunteer that information in court because I wasn't asked. But um, uh, what was the question? Well, Billy, basically, we've got a surprise for you now. (laughs) Ah, Bring it in! Bring it in! And guess what? And guess what? That's not a knife in his pocket. (laughs) He's just pleased to see you. Well, that would probably be preferable to the knife. Wow, that's pretty. That's amazing. Like. What Not about cool, but that's interesting. Yeah, the thing like think about that like I at the moment I'm I've got a little bit of a day job and people at work have been a guy got called up for jury duty and he gets I love to do that. I want it too. Yeah. But I'm not on the have anyone done jury yeah. duty? Is yeah. it as fun as it seems? No. no. As fun no. as now, it when, seems. When it looks like I've seen Paulie Shaw's movie Jury yeah. Duty. So I've right. seen the Simpsons episode. Yeah. It looks amazing. Totally well, amazing. I must have a I must have a record of sending guys mm. down, right? Because, <laughs> because uh, you know, Mark, I, you I, better I, not list I, him I, as yeah. a witness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have known one person to get called in three times. To jury oh, duty, yeah, oh, and, and and they did say that it was really hard because some of the decisions they had to make were, it, you know, you're, you're dealing with someone's life or potentially their freedom for a certain amount of time, depending on what crime they might have committed. But you, you don't take it lightly. Like it might be fun because it's paid time, but they're like, shit, man, they realise how realistic this. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah, I was the same. Yeah, I was the same. You can't just. You don't like the look. Yeah, of yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you get your <laughs> normal money it. plus jury duty money, well, or see, is you it just worried now. about the cash? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's 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 like that's like I Dying to be called up at Jimmy Dude. I'm fun. unemployed. I would love to I'd love to get paid. I need new material for my yeah, Twitter so feed. I. I think yeah. it'd be great. <laughs> at I think the time you can actually sit there doing your Twitter feed when you're in the yeah, jury. Yeah, they don't I think appreciate they, they don't look kind there's of no like, there's no uh, hashtag courts, you know. <laughs> but what about like I figured <laughs> I figured it would be my phone in there. Yeah. But I reckon like I could have my notepad and I could just mm. sit there going, Oh, this is Yeah, you, you, I, yeah, I can't remember right if they let tweets. you have a notepad. They might do. But see when I did it, I was a uni student, I was like nineteen years old. And they're the sort of people that they want on juries. Mm. If you want to... Because I, I was a court reporter for a long time too, or for some time. And if you want to get out of jury duty, anyone listening, I'll mm. give you a tip. When you get called to the pool, wear a suit and look respectable. Yeah. So, Peter, that's you fucked. <laughs> but, uh, but people, um, they, they, they don't want people who look like they can think themselves for the, like have a have a think process for themselves. Peter, they, you're in. Double <laughs> They want people. They want people who they feel like they can meld their their minds. They can meld. If you wear a suit and look respectable and make eye contact and speak nicely to them when when you're spoken to. Um, I try to do Jedi probably, work on you. Yeah, <laughs> they'll probably let you off. Um, 
The other option is you can go the Larry David route and just say you're super racist and you hate blacks or gays or Muslims or whoever is on trial at that particular time. So you're saying Tony Abbott would get off jury duty? I think he probably would. <laughs> well, he has a suit. Yeah. I wonder why Andrew Bolt never got caught up in yeah. jury duty. He has a suit too. What, a more important, let's get to the really yeah. important. What was the catering like? Did they give you a nice lunch? Uh, yeah, there was, well, it was like sandwiches and finger food and so mm. forth. Party pies or sausage? Yeah, yeah, I think there was party pies and sausage rolls. And what about the soft thing. drink? Was it soft drink or was yeah. it just tea, coffee, water? All those things. Oh, look at, this is... Oh, Get me. I'd like to be a yeah. professional jury. I'd like to view the food. Was it cupcakes? Was it muffins? Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon? Like, do you get that guy? Is it morning tea and the, 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 the guy who smokes weed is asking mm. if there's cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you get to bring a friend. Like, like they say, like if they yeah. call me up, doctor, I say, oh, look, yeah, I got my mate Green. Yeah. He's free. I'll come along. And yeah. you do the same for me. And what we can do, we just keep contradicting each other's opinion. <laughs> we can keep this case going for years and years. Because I heard that they don't do any more. Like, if it's a long year subpoena, you get to go home. Now, like you don't you get do. hotels. You're not going to get locked. Oh, oh yeah, oh, what the yeah. Hotel. The bloody New South Wales government is pa- isn't paying for you to go and stay at the Four no. Seasons while you. Yeah, yeah. That, no that's way. I want a spa room. Yeah, but then again, the good thing is, it is like we're we stand up comics, so we can come home from a hard day at court, yeah. go on stage, go. I had the best day ever. <laughs> this guy, he's so guilty. <laughs> well, see, this is yeah. the thing. You can't you're talk actually, about it. Yeah, yeah, you're bound yeah. by the jury duty, and you've noticed that in my discussion of of mm. this, I haven't told you any details of the case oh, no, and there's a reason for that because we're being recorded here mm. and I'm not I, even now this uh, this yeah. was in I want to say like 1999 or 2000 even now I can't oh I you can't. know I thought it was because there was there was a guy at work yeah. and he was he was on jury he was on like an eight week case yeah. and yeah. he'd come in at five he'd come in at five o'clock at the end of the day do an hour of work and every day I'd be like mate what happened today he goes I can't tell you mate yeah. every day I'd ask him yeah. but I thought it was just till the end of the case well I mean look it it may be uh, and maybe when he finished the case maybe he could blab all he wants oh. but we're being recorded right now and I don't really want to. Uh, you know, I don't really want it to be... Well, what yeah. would happen if someone would then to email you tomorrow going, we have evidence that you spoke about this? What, what do they do? Do you get a fine? Do you get a caution? Would you, would you be given a trial by jury without <laughs> your misuse of Wouldn't the Wouldn't it be ironic right. if you and me were and got called up? up? That'd be fantastic. <laughs> we could just be, go to the I'd judge. Yeah, can, can we get can we the, get a bit of time? We want a podcast in the break. Can this happen on the Finch Riviera? Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah, can. I'll tell you, speaking of jurors, I reckon I... I know who's living it up right now. The Rolf Harris jurors. Oh, with they're, the... they're bloody, uh, yeah, you they're know, take, taking their time. Well, they're in week. I think it's, they've been out for a week at least. A week or more, yeah. Because I think it's the longer... Because I think I read something today that they're just like... I think it's... Cause, is it, does the UK have unanimous jury or... I, look, I'm not sure. And I, Do in we some, in, in some cases, the judge might give them permission to uh, reach a verdict when it's like 11 to 1 or whatever. Uh, yeah. It just depends on how how hard they're finding it to come to a verdict. I must. I mean, it, like what you're saying before, your friend Mark, your friend who's sort of it is a bit to like. Well, I laugh and joke about it, but I've like I, I did. I've done first year law, so I've I've done like you be there. I've watched a lot of court times, and there are some times when you genuinely don't know. Like you, yeah. you watched. Yeah, I, I remember, and this is what made me drop out of law. I was watching a case one, and the guy was guilty. But all these mates, everyone's getting up, giving it, and the judge is directing him, look, he's done the wrong thing, but give him a little bit, give him leeway. And this guy wasn't helping at all, and he got off, and I was just annoyed, because I was like, but he did it! Yeah. <laughs> like, he should have gone. 
Yeah. I mean, in the end, he was just trashing someone's garden. That's all he was judged with. <laughs> well, the, I mean, the yeah. system... He stepped on my petunias. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have given him the... the I would have murdered him. In the garden. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. yeah. It'd be a nice ornament. It'd <laughs> take up for the um, palm tree that he knocked over. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the... Uh, I, I forgot what I was going to say now. I was just thinking of the You're poor... You're in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of the... Yeah. I was thinking of the poor dude hanging in the garden. That's... Um, but uh, no, anyway, someone else. No, that's that's okay. That's okay. Billy. It's yeah. I, in, I think in Billy's mind, he's just trying to not matlock himself. I think you've just had a flashback to the case, going, "Hang on, it was the butler who did <laughs> yeah, it." Yeah, yeah. Well, no, like that's what I was going to say. You're saying that you know you, you got to take it seriously when you do it, <laughs> and, and you do. You know, you, you you're right. You do have to take it seriously because because it is a guy's um, freedom yeah. at stake. And uh, that's what I was going to say. The, you know, the court system is not perfect. Like, there are cases where I watched where I reckon the, the accused probably did it, but I don't reckon the prosecution proved it beyond a reasonable doubt. Yeah. Like, for instance... OJ. <laughs> well, well, I was going to say, to go back to it again, the Rolf Harris case, I reckon he probably did it, but... I don't think the prosecution has really proved it. I think the Rolf Harris case is a very, very hard one. In the, I didn't mean it like that. Um, in that, like you're talking about an event, like the events happened 30 years ago. It's his, it's his testimony versus a victim, and, and that's the that's the yeah, issue. Yeah. His, his testimony versus a victim, and you know, as 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 uh, devastated as they may be by the events, mm. a victim's testimony is not. Of itself, no, no, no it's not. Yeah, mm. true. But I mean, the, the flip side is, if, for instance, he's not guilty, I think Rolf's pretty much win lose. He can't yeah, lose. He can't win out. His, his career, oh, yeah, his, his career is done now. Yeah, yeah. his career is done now, regardless. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. So at eight, well, he's in his eighties yeah. as well. So what's he going to do for money now? Well, I, I assume no. he's got. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you hear in the, some, during the during cash. the trial the the prosecution brought up that his daughter was emailing him about six months ago trying to work out how much inheritance she was going to get when her oh, parents really? died. Yeah, they were trying because the daughter was testifying and the prosecution was trying to say that uh, you know she's she's uh, trying to you know just hanging out for them to kick off so she can get the money. Um, and uh, yeah, so it just makes me really think. I wonder if she's single. <laughs> <laughs> get some of that nah. sweet Rolf Harris that sweet get some Rolf of that Harris Bula, cash. Some yeah. of that cash yeah. Wouldn't he be worth a lot? I mean, well, well, the the figures well, they were tossing around were. Uh, this is in pounds, obviously, because live in England. But the figures they were tossing around was twenty million pounds. She wow, that's. I, I hear that yeah, in court he money. was tossing around too. Just, yeah. <laughs> just over. Oh, I remember that summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, plus a big stash of wobble boards. Oh, yeah. lot, <laughs> how many wobble boards do you reckon he's got <laughs> he, in the he'd garage? Have hundreds. Yeah. He, no. Anybody finding him all the time Any bit of wood can be a wobble board yeah. But it's you almost know. like Remember when Bradman died All of a sudden There was a rash of Bradman bats exactly, Like well, he's yeah. autographed so many Like I think Bradman Must have spent about If you were to take it up A whole year um, If you were to take up A whole year Do you think that Bradman Bradman must have spent a whole year signing cricket bats. Well, he lived till he was 94 or something like that. Typical. So, still couldn't, yeah, still couldn't beat his average. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, if you, he must have, like you said, he must have spent like 10 years at that 94 just signing cricket bats if they're all real. Well, it's like, um, yeah, it's like because when the internet 
first became big, the first thing that got sent around were David Hasselhoff pictures. Like there's pictures of <laughs> oh, thank Hasselhoff. God, thank God the internet's mature. I oh, know. I just thought <laughs> finally we've arrived. Now we just use it for philosophy. This was been, this was for the cats. Why <laughs> the, the help, old cats? Why the better people. PR? Yeah, for the cats. But there was all these pictures of like Hasselhoff with Gary Com and Harry. Yep. And it's like Hasselhoff yeah, just must have spent the eighties rooting women, doing coke, and just taking pictures. Yeah, and that was <laughs> and before was, Photoshop was invented. This Hasselhoff stuff. So. People would, would have to physically call up Hasselhoff and say, can you please come around and stand in front of a photo? This is for digital camera too. So it was, for every yeah, he, shot, he, he, he I reckon it must have been like 15 shots and then they'd get it developed and like, oh, this yeah. roll, we've only got one good Hoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard work. It was. But that must be, I mean, the daughter's probably annoyed think of going back to Rolf Harris because she's probably thought, when Rolf dies, there's going to be that nostalgia thing where all his shit is worth. Yeah. So she could sell off yeah. all the wobble boards. Yeah, but now exactly. it's just going to be like... Yeah, it's going to be worth it's nothing. Tainted. It's just nothing. going to be like, well, if... Because I assume yeah. if... When, regardless of what happens with the criminal trial, there's going to be a civil trial. Oh, uh, I think so. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Well, it's maybe. what happened with OJ. You just want more juries. You're just angling. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of getting English. If there are any yeah. English ladies out there who want a husband, <laughs> yeah. professional jurist. Well, a lot of those, a lot of the the accusers are Australian. So if there is going to be a civil trial, it'll be back here. Oh, yeah. A civil. Oh man, this is. Do they have juries? And, I don't know. What's I, yeah, that's what I was exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. No, I did first year of law. Call our believe, legal people again. Civil trial yeah. is, is decided by. Yeah, a I think judge. it's a judge. It's a judge. Um, uh, how do you get that job? But now that sounds yeah. a bit boring. Like judge, I, I'd want. Like I think hard. I'd want. I think if I want a, I think I'd want a criminal trial. I don't think I'd want. You know, a property you know, dispute. That sounds boring. No, I want something. Yeah. I want a bit of detail. A bit of it. It's not all. Like some judge trials are pretty interesting. Like the Oscar Pistorius trial, and you know, as someone. Who is disabled? Man, that guy's worked out fucking great for us, hasn't he? <laughs> Just for actually, we should probably <laughs> the poster boy. We should yeah. clarify um, yeah. what disability you have for I the have cerebral palsy, uh, and I'm thinking of uh, cutting off my legs and shooting someone to emulate him. So, <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, we're starting a Kickstarter yeah. to get yeah. Billy's yeah. wife <laughs> into the witness protection <laughs> <Yeah>. program. Lots <laughs> of legs with springs on them. <laughs> yeah, well, that is, that is true. Like Oscar Torres, he was sort of a role model. To the disabled community before this, yeah. and it's yeah. it's uh, that, are they, uh, what happened at the latest that he's gone off for mental, like to yeah, check his um, he's, he's gone off for mental evaluation. I mean, now <laughs> they mentally evaluate him. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, poor old Reva Steamcamp's going, Thanks a lot, you've f- you know? <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, anyway. So yeah, Oscar. Uh, I actually did a uh, a benefit gig for for um, Cyril his defence. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, for for Cyril Buy Palsy a few Oscar. weeks ago, and uh, and uh, people, uh, I, I, it's a comic that I've never seen before. I think it was their first time on stage. Mentioned him in still enraptured. Uh, Tones. Wow. Hadn't, hadn't been watching the news. Yeah, I yeah. guess. I guess <laughs> no, he's not a topical comedian. I said, where did you leave? She goes, under yeah. a rock. So, Well, there you go. Well, but but I guess, I mean, well, he's, he's showing that disabled people can... As good at murdering people as anyone else. Yeah, true. Right. He's, he's really, breaking the barriers. Really just, yeah, that's you know. right. It's <laughs> really a... No, you know, it's really broken down discrimination. Exactly. It is, yeah. Yeah. Getting a... You know, being more ramps in shopping malls and, yeah. and high, American high schools and... Yeah, and <laughs> facilitating yeah. more yeah. <laughs> more disabled people running amok. But he lives like because he lives in was it Johannesburg or Cape Town, which is like yeah. very high crime. Like he's in a gated community. Well, too. it's interesting. I was talking to a South African friend of mine who has just you know just a couple of years ago moved from South Africa, and he was saying that 
the defense that Oscar Pistorius used is a very, very common defense among white people who shoot people, which is... <laughs> which is <laughs> I didn't uh, do it. I, which is, I thought it was... Mainly shooting black people. Yeah, which is, I thought it was a filthy black who mm. was coming into yeah, my house. couldn't see him oh. in the dark. You yeah, know? Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that was, basically, yeah. that's basically okay. what his defense yeah. is. You know, I was afraid it was a burglar coming into my house because... You know, I don't know about you, Peter, but I have lost count of the number of times a burglar has broken into my house and, and locked themselves him. in the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, as it's I've true. got the, you know, he must have had the world's yeah. first manic depressive burglar. A, a, yeah. a big black market for stolen uh, shampoo See, in I'll South Africa. Yeah, I, thought, I, I thought Oscar Pistorius <laughs> would have done like um, the fugitive defence. Yeah. Was it me? It was the one. It was the one. Like one arm man. One armed man. Just keep it in the family. The the defence calls Doctor Richard Kimball. Yes, this guy's a menace. Well, we we brought you. We've gone all over. We've done legal. We've done all that. Now, Billy, Billy and I share a passion. Something that. We it's cool sometimes to share this, but not not. I'm sure in high not, school, not in, yeah, in a, Well, look in yeah. high school, it was right at the big boom, right? It was. It it's, was. It's, it's not cool. It's not cool uh, now. It's no, not it's cool not. Now. What we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is professional wrestling. Billy yes. is now. Billy, what was the first? What got you into wrestling? I I remember there were these two guys that I went to primary school with, uh, Adam and Ben who both loved wrestling, and they used to bring the old-school WWF magazines on the uh, on the bus trips when we go on excursions and stuff, and they would read them, and I would just... I would look over their shoulder, and I'd see the pictures of all these larger-than-life characters, and I'd go, what is this, you know? And then my brother started getting into it, ah. and he originally brought it... The, you know, brought the VHS tapes home of all the pay-per-views and stuff, and... Uh, so that's that's how I got. Is this the same brother that broke your nose? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to tell that story? I I remember you've told. I think I've met your brother once. And yeah, I, he still denies it, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he still. Uh, well, he still denies. I don't think he denies it because th- there was uh, enough. It was just a shadow, feel. though, was yeah, it? There was, there, you you there, can yeah, actually see yeah. it. There, there, there was enough <laughs> evidence to say <laughs> that there was a broken nose. So we were playing. We were playing a wrestling video game one time, and. This was back in the days when I played video games, but now I'm 32, so I've grown up. Yeah. And, uh, you play online. I, no, <laughs> and uh, so we're playing a wrestling video game one time, and some, something happened. I can't remember. We got in an argument about the game, and we, we got into an argument. And as brothers do, we started sort of tussling. And my brother just, just out of nowhere, he just like gave me a better backhander than like... Nick Kirijoff's this morning at Wimbledon. Oh, he's on the ball. Oh, and, hey, uh, hey. and 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 just smashed right, like landed right in the center of my nose and busted it. And there was blood just, it was coming out of my nose, coming out of my mouth everywhere. And uh, I was wearing, I was wearing my, it was a cold winter's rainy day, I remember. And I was wearing my dad's jumper to keep warm. <laughs> and my dad heard a commotion in the bedroom where we were playing and so we ran down the hallway, and this is absolutely true. My dad is Scottish, and the first thing my dad said was, Ah, oh, look what you've done to my jumper! <laughs> <laughs> but your brother didn't, he didn't, 
like he was saying he didn't do it like for he doesn't uh, he, it, well do you think it was shock he just blacked yeah, it out yeah he, he was very he was actually like I, we were about i was about 10 or something is he so he's an older brother younger two, oh, years younger two years younger so i was oh. i was crying because eight year old yeah <laughs> so i was crying because it was quite painful and he was crying too because he saw what happened, and also I think he was afraid he was going to get in massive yeah, yeah, trouble. Well, yeah, yeah, So he did deny it for a long time, but he knows he did it. If, yeah. if you know, I'll I'll share the link to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. and he can fucking listen, Andrew. You know you did it. Right. I think what we, we need to do, let's do, yeah, you've got a jury yeah. of two here. Yeah. Yeah. Greeny, we're going to yeah. have to deliberate yeah. about this. We have some cake and some sandwiches. I've heard like, talk that all the, all the, all the fight here that, that goes on at the Freeman house was faked. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it was, we, we prefer to call it worked. Staged. Worked? Yes. Staged. Staged. Good. Yeah. So, but did you like what were your like you're well, obviously when the blood had settled did you were like were you and your brother did you want to see your brother punished like was it sort of like you like oh he's got to be grounded uh, or you're just like no nah. I don't I don't think so I I was never really like that I mean once it was uh, it did hurt for a while, and I I my recollection is I had to go and get into hospital and get it reset because he really oh. you know that where they put the tongs up your nose and oh. put it back in. That'd probably be uh, more painful than the actual initial uh, injury. Yeah, well, I mean, you go, you go out. You go out, right? They put, put you under, but the last thing I remember is, is just seeing the tongs and just like feeling them go up my nose and then I woke up and they were, they were done. I didn't actually feel oh, it. Oh, so you didn't get that. No. Because I remember as kids, my sister badly, badly broke her leg and she's in hospital for about three months. Jeez. And yeah, she did the femur and I remember there was talk of it like if it didn't set, pro- it'd have to be rebroken. And I mean, my mate, like, oh, they're gonna break her leg again? What? Are, how are they gonna do? That's cruel. She's only a little girl. What are they gonna do? Get a tube before and just smash yeah. her? <laughs> like we had just thought that's just how they did it. Just drop her on, like, yeah. And we, I remember like, anvil or something. I wasn't like a religious kid, but I was just like, oh god, if you're out there, let let the legs set. You know, she doesn't. She's she's only a little girl. Don't rebreak her. I'm leg. just imagining you thinking the doctors. So, yeah. What was your sister's name? Well, what do you, uh, oh, Kelly, yeah. Okay, so the doctor going, I'm going, oh, look, Kelly, just uh, look away now, and then Triple H style, he takes out a sledgehammer and yeah. just, uh, you know, smashes yeah. her leg. Well, in my head, I think oh, I was interested. I was expecting a figure four leg lock. I thought, yeah. oh, they're going to just do it like that, because yeah. they always... Yeah. I've actually got another mate who, um, he's a wrestling fan too. He has a knee injury to this day from when his um, brother put him in the figure four leg lock as a kid. Really? His brother <laughs> ramped it in and just, he goes, I heard this click in my knee and ever since he hasn't been able to. Didn't he, didn't he watch the thing at the start of the DVDs? <laughs> They didn't don't have try it. this at home. They didn't. DVDs, they have That's only a new thing. They didn't yeah. have them in the 80s. And I've got some fans. 80s tapes. It's yeah. causing very real injuries amongst all his yeah. fans. Well, it's like ever that. since that, that uh, kid who was like eight years old yeah, killed, killed his, his five year old sister. Yeah. yeah, wrestling is really. But I remember, yeah. like, as a kid, we got. Because um, at. At school, like half the year group liked it, half of it hated it. And I remember all the go, oh, it's fake, it's fake. And I remember one day we said, look, we're going to prove it's not fake. And they're like, all right, how are you going to do it? So me and my mate, we love the tag team Demolition. So what we did was we saw Demolition do that. They picked up a guy and slammed him into the ring. And we said, look, if it's not real, let us do So this little, this kid who hated wrestling oh, said, all right, do it to me. So I picked the kid up by the legs. My mate picked him up by the arms. 
We picked him up and just dropped him into the ground on it was grass and we winded the fuck out of him. He's crying. He's like, like admittedly after that he thought wrestling was really real. We got sent home for the day, but you know, you know, we were defending the business. Luke Luthez would have, you know, would have, yeah, totally. He would have totally been. I would have, you know, I probably would have been up for a championship run after that. But did you? You've actually got one of my favourite jokes about wrestling, like when the whole. You know, because when people tell you like, "Oh, it's fake, it's fake," yeah. Because what you, is your dad a wrestling fan? Not really, no. Because my dad hates it, yeah, with a passion. Yeah, my dad used to hate it back when, uh, in the boom. That's when, because in the boom days, in the in the back in the eighties. Well, back no, we back, I'm we're, talking more we're about making the attitude millionaires era. Oh, okay, late uh, on the second boom, the, the second coming. Yeah, the second boom, the attitude era slash NWO boom, and. Uh, at that time, I was like I a, no a, a either, year, 10, no 11, 12, and, uh, and uh, I think he thought that I was watching too much wrestling and not doing enough schoolwork, so he really hated it then. Now uh, he doesn't mind it, I don't think. I've never seen a, a fake issue cause so much, like, you know... Passion since 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 the invention of religion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually I, I loved wrestling as a kid as well. I had I had my moments where I, I fell in love with wrestling through Hulk Hogan, yeah, and just oh, seeing yes. the dude and just I okay. So and did. eventually I faded away from it. But then what I understand, Peter, is that Hulk Hogan right retired for a little bit, then came back, but he was bad. He came back he as started, a bad wrestler. He came back as a he he would wear a dark t shirt and he'd still tear it oh, off. Well, yeah. But he had NWO, which is a New World Order, but he's not Illuminati. Don't know. No. And, uh, not that you know of. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> that's, and, yeah, that's, that's, that's the real wrestling that's secret. Billy taking over the world. Tony good wrestlers bad. One by one. It's a devious plot. It may but just work. I, I've got a, a, I don't know, a strange question for you. As kids, I'm pretty sure when you fell in love with it at first, like myself, you believed it was real. <laughs> and then you got to a point where you understood it wasn't real, but there was a certain art to it, and it's a fucking fantastic oh, look, show. Yeah. What? Yeah. How did you do that transition? Because I gave up straight away. Right. And then came I gave up straight away when you realised it wasn't real? Yeah, yeah, I lost interest. Like, like I know that, say, that, you know, Game of Thrones isn't real, but I still enjoy watching it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't take it's the enjoyment. The same as wrestling. Like, even if you know it's not real, it's still exactly. theatre. Exactly. Like, that's what, I'm, that's what yeah. I say. Like, you know, people say to me, oh, wrestling's fake. I go, what was the last... I usually say, what was the last movie you, I, you saw? Mm. Yes. But I could easily just say, what was the last... Mm. And they might say... So they mm. might say Game of Thrones. Mm. And I'll go, well, when you watch... I don't actually watch Game of Thrones, so I don't know any references. Yeah, but... but let's say um, Breaking Bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't... When you watch Breaking Bad, you don't go, ah... That guy's name's not Walter White. Oh, yeah. that's the he's dad just, from Malcolm in the Middle. Ah, the cool ah, well, I remember he's just crystal meth in that character. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember I was on a bus one, and this was when I was in uni, and I was talking to a mate about wrestling, and there was this young kid. He would have been about 15. He goes, you know it's fake. No. You know it's fake. And I'm like... You're wearing a fucking Star Wars T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's that galaxy far, far yeah, away, buddy? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the Star Wars is, is not real. <laughs> like, <laughs> spoiler alert. But to, to, it answer is your, to answer your question, like it, you, it basically comes down to one of two things. You either get it or you don't. Mm, yeah. And no amount of any kind of... Uh, um, no amount of any, any persuasion mm. will dissuade the people who don't like it. Yes, I see what you that, that's, that's usually... For what me as a kid, I thought, in my mind, when I saw a competition between two men, I thought the better athlete has to win. Because the only comparison that I had to wrestling was boxing. And when you... Yeah. I knew Mike Tyson at the time. He used to go in there and smash the shit out oh, of people. Yeah, there yeah, was no yeah, like... Yeah, that was oh, a fake. Yeah, yeah. There was, this is going to go on for yeah. half an hour. They'll be out of the ring, in the ring, with a table, without yeah, a table, a no, chair, like maybe. Biting. Oh, there was. But, yeah. <laughs> but that, that was probably why I, I, I lost interest in it. Is I went, no matter how good the athletes are... Mm. 
doesn't mean they're going to win. But you, yeah. you know, you can like boxing and UFC and pro wrestling are like the difference between humans and chimpanzees on the evolutionary chart. You know, the DNA in all three of them is about ninety eight point five percent. Yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. Like if you think. Everyone, like I know some people who hate wrestling but love UFC, yeah. and they say yeah. to me, oh, at least, you know, that wrestling shit, that's fake, but the UFC stuff is real. Well, I always say to them, if you think that all that stuff going on before the fight, all those press conferences and weigh-ins and all that, if you think all that is not a work, mm-hmm. then you yeah. are a fucking idiot. Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen was coached match, by right? Steve Austin. They actually have a gripe with each other. Like, it's not like, it's not like Mike Tyson really hates these guys and the, and the fight starts spontaneously. But it's all arranged, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's all arranged. Yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. yeah. it's, it's like, also like Costituta said, I just don't like that guy. I've got to yeah. start punching him. I mean, him. Yeah. I mean yeah. it's all that we, you know, yeah, they the shake I mean, the weigh-in the way in is classic wrestling. It's like, yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. let's get the two guys. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, like I'm gonna hurt his children. Yeah, hurt his children. I'm gonna, I will hurt him. I'm gonna make him an orphan. You know what I'm saying? So, UFC and boxing and wrestling are all almost the same. Hmm. Like, I I don't like UFC very much because when they actually start fighting, to me, it's hmm. boring. It's usually just one guy gets another guy down on the ground in some kind of chokehold, and that's how it goes for six rounds. Yeah, but I I like I'll. See, for me, like, when I got into wrestling, my, as my granddad used to, because he used to be on 11 o'clock at night, and my granddad would tape it, and I'd go around to his place Friday night and watch it, and he always used to say the same thing. He goes, I might as well just tape the bloody interviews. You don't watch the match. <laughs> so, for me, it was about the interviews. Right. Um, I like UFC. Have you ever done any jiu-jitsu, Billy? You're asking the guy with fucking cerebral palsy <laughs> if he's done jiu-jitsu. <laughs> I couldn't even walk up your bloody stairs. <laughs> See, my appreciation, I can admit to watching UFC that yeah, it is very, it can be a very boring. I'm going to KFC. KFC. <laughs> we'll be there later on. <laughs> yeah. But like for me, UFC, like I understand, but having, I've done a little bit of basic UF, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, watching someone try to work out of those, ch- it's like watching chess. Yeah. Oh, so I'm I can, sure. But I can appreciate, I'm sure. I can appreciate like, it is boring. But, but I'm, I'm not, yeah. I'm not that, so it's, it's just, it's boring to me. And, and as far as boxing goes, like these days, these days, usually you haven't heard of the two people. So why am I going to pay forty five dollars for a pay per view to watch two dudes I never heard of uh, punch each other in the face? Now you put it that way. I want to <laughs> pay forty five dollars like, for that. Like we could go to the cross <laughs> yeah. tonight and watch it for free. Yeah, like, I, I found that level yeah. of boredom in boxing as well after a while because there was too much hugging. There was too much <laughs> ongoing twelve round fights that went to the end and there yeah. was decisions like no one was getting knocked out. Here. Boxing, you yeah. watch the two best guys in the weight division never fight each other. It's the two guys with the you know who are the most saleable well, yeah, fighting well, each other. I mean, how yeah. long have we been Olympic waiting for a Mayweather Pacquiao yeah. fight? Right, that might yeah. be the only boxing fight that I'd ever pay to see. Apparently, about three weeks ago in England, they had the biggest boxing event they've ever had over there, and I think it was there was a, a coach and Gore. I want to say I'm going to Google this soon, but the two guys had been lined up for quite a while in England, and they were they'd yeah. been they'd been talking backwards. The English boxer, be very yeah. polite, but they it? packed out something like Wembley. <laughs> they had a queue, humongous, humongous draw, like and it paid massive pay per views, and everybody tuned in. Apart from that, I've never seen that much hype around. Apart from those names you just mentioned, which are Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather. Exactly. See yeah. what stopped me liking boxing, and this is why I probably prefer UFC. Like everyone calls UFC a brutal sport. It's brutal. It's brutal. I think. Beautiful. Boxing, 
is mm. way more dangerous than UFC simply because in UFC, if you throw a punch, if you and don't try this at home, but if you if you've ever punched someone, you're either gonna do some damage to them or you'll probably break your own knuckle. That's why they have boxing gloves. So the amount of repeated blows they get to the head, I mean, it does a lot more damage. And I mean, in the, we're at the moment with NRL, AFL, and all the sports. Head injuries is going to be the new thing. And I think that is, for me, I can't watch boxing well, knowing that. prevention of head injuries yeah. is going to be the new yeah. thing. Yeah, like yeah, you're going to get a whole generation. Like, when some of these players start to get a few more years... We're going well, to have, we've already, we've already got it now. Yeah, we've and already it's, got it now. Well, in the NFL, they do. But I think Australia, we're going to start to get a lot of dementia. I've, I've interviewed some of the old rugby league players. Mm. I remember interviewing one old South player. I won't say his name. But no, I remember <laughs> interviewing one old South player from, from decades ago who was part of their golden era, yeah. winning a lot of premierships. And he told me, um, you know, he said he knows he played, he knows he played rugby league for Souths, but other than that, he can't remember any details. Shit, jeez, mm. that's bad. Yeah. Uh, I hope he won some of those games he can remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make everything shit. If you don't even remember the game you lost. <laughs> <laughs> there is, I mean, that's like, I gotta admit, like, as, as a kid, like, I always, playing cricket for Australia was something I always wanted to do. And I was like, I didn't have the application, I didn't have the skill to do it. But I just realised now, like... I like the way you think of me. If I just had a bit of application, I could have done it. <laughs> no, no. You, well, I, look, I, I got to a certain level where if I'd have put in the hard work, I reckon on my ability, I might have been the fringe player in first grade cricket. That's that's yeah. where I could have been. I was a pretty good, but I didn't have the work ethic for it. I didn't I didn't spend the hours in the nets. I didn't do yeah. that. But, but what I realise now is if I get my mind, if I keep my mind, once I hit that nursing home circuit... I'm going to say, oh, mate, don't you remember me in the 96 World yeah. Cup? It was outstanding yeah. second slip to Tubby Taylor. Yeah. And this old guy, he goes, oh, yeah, mate. We play, didn't we play yeah, together yeah, at South? I'm like, yeah, mate. I was your captain. He'd be next to Booney in the, in the Tasmanian old cricketer's home. I reckon yeah. if I play it right, if I play the circuit right, I'll, I'll get into the Tasmanian Cricket Hall of Fame. Yeah, we're just a bit of bluff. There's spaces. There's quite a few. Yeah, there's, there's a, quite a few spaces. Yeah, that's right. That. We got Booney. We got Booney. Yeah. Good chance you actually are in that at the moment for being a guy who could have been a fridge first grade player. Come on. We got Boone, we got Ponting, and who else? That's and Williamson, Alex, yes. Williamson, uh, that's it. Do it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think Willie. <laughs> by that time, T20 will taken over the world. I'm sure Ben Dunk, Timmy O'Payne. Yeah. yeah Hurricane. Yeah. No, about Hurricanes team in 2015. <laughs> well, there we go, boys. What's going on? I'm going to preface. I'm going to go back. You, you, you prefaced your, your, your talk about punching people with, don't try this at home. Just there's people listening to the comment in the edge podcast just thinking, man, I'm going to slug someone tonight. But You no. clearly haven't <laughs> you know. seen some of our Twitter followers. <laughs> There's a few people There's a few right now. No, but I Mark remember, hadn't said that, I just got I, out and punched I, the next person I saw. I do have a very random question for Billy. Did you follow any of Brock Lesnar's stint into the UFC and then back into wrestling? Only, uh, well, back into wrestling, definitely. Because he was a superstar. But he was an absolute superstar. I only followed it, sort of reading about it, just because he's a name that's in the UFC that yeah. I knew. I watched all of his and fights. And obviously... <laughs> Obviously now, now that he's back in mm. wrestling and he's broken the Undertaker's streak, uh, you know, uh, and it looks like from the news this week he will be facing Cena for the title at SummerSlam. Oh, don't count your chickens. Don't count your chickens. So now, Peter. It's not me, guys. Just based on the names, Cena and Brock, who do you think is going to win? Just based on uh, the name. Well, I, th I think you won't call the Undertaker. He's obviously going to win. He's a goner. He's a goner. He's retired. Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik's still about it. Iron Sheik's the greatest thing to ever happen to Twitter. I remember. Big shout out to the Iron Sheik. 
Volko would insist on singing the Russian national anthem before yeah. all their bouts. Yeah. Um, I loved oh, that's that's the that's the kind of theatre I loved in the you know, it's theatre. That's what I loved about it. <laughs> are they guys like who? Like are they guys like? Is there a North Korean wrestler? No, there's a Russian wrestler. He went from the fake stuff to the real stuff. Did yeah. okay in the okay, real stuff, yeah. and then yeah. went back to the fake stuff. To no, no, no. Oh, I think no. Brock Lesnar dominate. Like Brock Lesnar draw, wasn't he? he was injury champion. stopped he him. Like he, his first fight, nasty, didn't he? Yeah, he got tuberculosis where he stumped, but he won the UFC title. He defeated Randy Couture. And um, see, this is he why was he was an amazing this fighter. This is why I he reckon. choked out Carwin, didn't he? Yeah, he um he would have. Yeah, he did. Yeah, if he had been injury free, I think Brock would have gone down as probably one of the greatest. This I mean, he's why, the biggest draw in UFC history. This is why Bold I reckon. Statement, but I think you could be right. Well, see, if he'd have you know why he's the biggest draw in UFC history? Sorry, because yeah. everyone who watches him in WWE. Uh, went and watched him in UFC, and that's and also you know, the these big one went because he got freaking out. Oh my god, there's blood! There's he blood. got he got in trouble. <laughs> he got in trouble with um. I think it was after I can't think of the guy's name. They did a two series with him. He was he was a loudmouth. Brock beat him and beat Frank Mir. Frank Mir, yeah. He beat the shit out of him. And afterwards, Brock cut a promo saying, "Fuck you! You talked me down. I won it. I'm the best. I'm the best. You call me for and he cut this." Awesome promo, and he got fined by UFC. They're like, we don't want your WWE theatrics. Ah. The next one, the pay per view numbers double. Yeah, well, because exactly. it worked exactly. I and didn't hear about that. you know, yeah. you talk, you know, I mean, for that sort of stuff, like my personal preference would have been that the Undertaker streak stayed intact. But if they're going to break it, at least they break it with a guy that is a legit tough guy and that people could believe could beat The Undertaker. See, I'm going to disagree yeah. with you on The Undertaker's streak and I think that might be a topic for the next podcast, Billy. I think so. so we've got, we got hours of discussion. get hours worth just, of talk about someone this. else that did both the styles as well. Ken Shamrock. Ken, Ken Shamrock. Shamrock. Yep, yep. He was yeah. one of the pioneers of UFC. Yeah. He was, not a, that's not a wrestler name. Yeah. <laughs> was he dressed like a leprechaun? Yeah. Well, he's um, now... Is it Kanye West? It's one. It's either Kanye or Fifty Cent. Ken Shamrock's his bodyguard now. All rappers look the same to Mark. Oh, <laughs> Yo, thanks for that, Billy. No, yeah, don't well done. Well, yeah, one, one. Yes, yeah. Well, Ken, if you're listening, big yeah. fan. I bought your book. I bought your book. Don't beat the crap out of me. And Fifty Cent, don't shoot me. No, is it Fifty Cent who's got the bullet in his tongue? I think he's <laughs> yeah, he got face. shot. He's one of the guys with the bullet in his tongue. He's got his tongue. Yeah, yeah. the bullet is embedded in his tongue from when yeah. he was shot. Did he, he makes you a better lover. Leave it there. Yeah, I was just thinking. Yeah, yeah no, I think the tongue. There's so the many X-Men. nerve endings. It's actually shot in the you tongue. can't get it out. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. How did, how did he get shot in the tongue? Danger Squad get shot in the tongue and couldn't speak. I, I, I don't know. What are the odds? And then he started yeah. recording albums and they sold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Biggest career break of his season. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we're saying is this. If you want your son or daughter to be a rapper, just shoot him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> right in the tongue. Right, right in the tongue. You couldn't well, be more precise. That, well, surely that's not a hard bullet to find. Yeah, but the amount of nerve endings <laughs> in the tongue. Because like, getting back to wrestling... Um, well, he'll, he'll never taste Yamagi again. What's the danger with, with an operation to remove a bullet from the tongue? I mean... Well, but there's all... Yeah, like, will he whistle a lot Getting back to... Actually, I can tie this whole thing up together. Hmm. Dr. Sam Shepard, the guy in the Fugitive movie, he in real life, the guy yeah. that was based on was a pro wrestler. Yeah. After... <laughs> the, oh, he was. He was. He was. For real. No, what no, happened, I, I'm not down What happened? He was... I'm trying to wrap up and I've come up with a vicious circle. I want to see this every time topic we've took that they wrapped up Done. in one anecdote. How is how how Rob Harris like yeah, related to wrestling? Get, yeah. how, how's, 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 we might be stricken a bit, but basically no we're really running. I've got, to, I've got to get that. Let, <laughs> yeah. let me do this quickly. Okay. Dr. Sham Shepard, the guy who was the fugitive was based on, right. 
he was found once he got out of prison yeah. in real life. He couldn't go back to being a doctor because it's like, yeah, you didn't murder mm-hmm. someone, but we don't want to take the risk. So to make ends meet, he used to be a professional wrestler. So and he developed because he was a doctor, the knowledge of the body. He developed a finishing hold where he would put the t- his two fingers underneath the tongue. Like so, if you lift up your tongue, there's all there. If you would. And don't try this at home. If you were to press, apparent, allegedly, if you press the nerve endings underneath, it paralyzes you. So that was his finish hold. It was like, yeah, it literally the, the fish hook. Well, pretty yeah. much underneath, it paralyzes the, and you can't move. Now he used to use that as his finishing maneuver. Mick Foley, professional wrestler, he wanted to when he was looking for a finishing hold. He heard of this. He thought, oh, I want to do it, and he suggested it to his boss. And he's like, boss, what do I do that? And the boss is like. Why can't I just bite your fucking fingers off? Yeah. And it's like, so he didn't do it, but then Vince McMahon did it and it became a big finishing hold. So that yeah. that's pretty yeah. much it. And he is um, Billy Freeman's brother. Yep. <laughs> and now yeah. captains the Tasmanian f- cricket team. Yeah. And funnily enough, yeah. he also um, was found guilty by Billy and is currently serving a prison sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it was jury duty. Um, and... Funnily enough, same lawyer that Rolf Harris used. Fantastic. <laughs> there you go. So, guys, thank you so much for coming, no listening in. Great. Doctor, you're on Twitter at? Uh, greeny slash Peter. I think you're green. Something. Greeny. Oh, no, the other way around. Pete, no, no, you're Greeny. I'll I, put I, a follow-up. Follow Greeny. He's funny yeah. on Twitter the three times he tweets. I, the, Billy, you're not on Twitter. Cup, I'm not on Twitter. For, yeah, I'm not on Twitter, but, uh, you know, I'm on Facebook. So what we're saying is next time you see Billy in the jury duty, if you're the defender, give him a wave. Yeah. Give him an acknowledgement. Yeah. And Mark, Stay you're on Twitter out. at? I, I am, but I'm going to change my name now considering yes. the stories of today. So <laughs> I went to the next podcast where I've got a proper Twitter name that I can follow up on all these beautiful stories. Well, there you go. So if you, if you want to... Woof, woof. Yeah, if you want to stiff Mark out. You know, just, hashtag just I love Redfern hash, Police. <laughs> there you go. You want to follow man Twitter. Hashtag Dice Doggy. Dice Doggy. Down boy. Sit, Ubu. Sit. Good dog. All right. You want to follow me on Twitter at M underscore W underscore H Comedy on Edge on Twitter at Comedy on Edge for more information check out ComedyOnEdge.com we got we do a lot of live shows in and around Sydney and we've got some big announcements we've got some big shows coming up in the end of the year stay tuned if you want to see some live comedy also if you listen to this on iTunes I know I rate it but it's weird it, iTunes judges podcasts on reviews and ratings not how many people actually listen to it so we love you listeners but we like a few more so if you listen to this on iTunes click the star rating have a review and yeah Right, right lots out of, of shopping stars. list. Yeah, lots of stars. Yeah, yeah. I don't no, care. Just, just click it and then just do something. So, guys, thank you guys for listening. I'll be Mark Williamson. I guess Mark hit the music. <laughs> <laughs>